Welcome to the Niches You. My name is Matt Gottesman at Matt Gottesman on Instagram, and this is my daily podcast where I create short, quick hitting episodes to help you uncomplicate life, creativity, and the pursuit of your highest self. There's only main character energy here. Now let's get into it. Welcome to episode 171. Your intuition, curiosity, and creativity knows more than you do. And this was adapted from a quote that I saw from Paul Graham uh, from How to Do Great Work, and it was via uh, Brian G. and Zach Pograb. They both shared it. Um, And something that came out of the quote was, you know, your curiosity knows more than you do. And I love that concept. So uh, Paul Graham had said this. He said, choose work you have a natural aptitude for and a deep interest in. Develop a habit of working on your own projects. It doesn't matter what they are, so long as you find them excitingly ambitious. Work as hard as you can without burning out, and this will eventually bring you to one of the frontiers of knowledge. These look smooth from a distance, but up close they're full of gaps. Notice and explore such gaps, and if you're lucky, one will expand into a whole new field. Take as much risk as you can afford. If you're not failing occasionally, you're probably being too conservative. Seek out the best colleagues, develop good taste, and learn from the best examples. Be honest, especially with yourself. Exercise and eat and sleep well and avoid the most dangerous drugs. When in doubt, follow your curiosity. It never lies and it knows more than you do about what's worth paying attention to. That part. When in doubt, follow your curiosity. It never lies and it knows more than you do about what's worth paying attention to. And that's what prompted this this episode. And there's so much that he said in this. And I even created some journal prompts for you guys to actually write down as an exercise about nine or ten different things I want you to think about from this. But I love that he says, choose work you have a natural aptitude for and a deep interest in. Again, and he said, by the way, it doesn't matter what what they are so long as you find them exceedingly ambitious um, and uh, develop a habit of working on your own projects. So it's okay if you are also busy with someone else's business or company or whatever it might be or clients or whatever but definitely make a habit of working on your own projects i cannot tell you the importance of this when i was a consultant when i had an agency with private clients whatever the case might be i will oh i always had my own projects going on my own projects eventually turned into businesses but I didn't have the pressure of them having to become businesses until they just continued to grow and expand that way. In fact, new projects I'm working on are becoming new businesses here within the next year. Actually, to be honest with you, you're already kind of being considered pro- or businesses now. So, but there's not a, but I wanted you to remove the pressure of when you are furthering your knowledge base through projects based on things you have either a natural aptitude or deep interest in, your job is not to know why necessarily you have that natural aptitude or deep interest in, but your job is definitely to hone it and uh, you know expand it and get to know it and master it and do more with it. These are very telling of what you you know maybe are here to do and a much bigger and a much larger picture for when you're ready or they're just very a very significant part of 
your character development or your consistency development or your discipline development or whatever that might be. You'd be surprised at what happens when you inject yourself into your uh, projects and things that really mean something to you. You are able to sort out a lot of other things that go on in the mind. You're able to sort out issues. You're able to sort out, you know, you, you come up with solutions to other problems. You're able to get very um, focused. And, uh, you know, you, when you find this, you know, flow state, if you will, a lot of other things that maybe we, we make into something bigger but don't need to be. They're just occupying space in our head because we're not intentional enough with our time working on something in particular for ourselves. So consider developing a habit of working on your own projects. And I love that he said, work as hard as you can without burning out. And this will eventually bring you to one of the frontiers of knowledge. I have so many different friends who had a completely different job, some corporate, some entrepreneurial, but on the side, they had so many other interests, automotive, farming, gardening, painting, astronomy, uh, naturopathic medicine, you name it. And that, that's why I've drawn other inspiration from, from these stories uh, in other podcast episodes where I said somebody could be a, a tech entrepreneur and become a naturopathic doctor. So I want you to consider that, right, when, um, you know, it doesn't, it, having something on the side or something that is a natural interest that you can build upon, you don't know where it might lead you to but it for sure will lead you to something much more vast than you can imagine. But you can reduce the expectation of it when you're not trying to burn out in the beginning. It's just a project you're just attaching yourself to. That's what that's really about. And he said, these look smooth from a distance, but up close, they're full of gaps. Notice and explore such gaps. And if you're lucky, one will expand into a whole new field. So what I love, <laughs> he says, these look smooth from a distance. Meaning other people can watch you and say, oh, wow, like you must be a mechanic for working on that car. And you're like, no, actually, I'm not. I'm just figuring it out. You know, um, and during the figuring it out, you probably learn something else about a lot of something else's <laughs> about yourself um, in the process of building a car or whatever that thing that you're, that project you're attaching yourself to. How can that lead to a whole expansion in a whole new field? Well, let's say you got into it for building a car, but suddenly there's something about what you do with the tires that just you absolutely love. And all of a sudden that leads you to going into a whole other area of interest where now you import and export tires from other countries to get a certain type of tire for racing cars. You get what I'm saying? Like, and I know it seems so far out there, but you don't know what's to come unless you're actually attaching yourself to a project that is your own that you can expand through. You don't know all the variables that come until you are actually in a certain level of projects that deliver more information for you and where you're trying to go. That's why I say that creativity gives you the answers you're looking for, not sitting from the sidelines. When you are actively participating in something, you will receive answers to the next steps, not before. A lot of times people are like, I need to know the next step. I'm like, take a step and then you'll get a next step. In fact, you'll already be living one. And I love, he says, uh, take as much risk as you can afford. If you're not failing occasionally, you're probably being too conservative. Seek out the best colleagues. So if you're not failing occasionally, you're probably being too conservative. He's just saying that, in my opinion, because you know, failing is a funny word and people have such a, a hang up on this. If you're not making mistakes or you're not like just finding something that didn't necessarily work out, doesn't mean that you're not working out. It means that you're 
you're getting answers to what to do next. And if you're not getting enough of those fast enough, then you might get stagnant. You can't move and make next steps fast enough. So he, he's just cautioning being too conservative where you don't get enough information that you start to get in your head again. In my opinion, that you start to get in your head again. That's another important reason why it's okay to make mistakes fast or the, you know, some of the biggest entrepreneurs and you know, the planet say, you know, fail fast because it's like, get enough, get as much information to get you to the next step as possible because you don't want to let stagnancy come back in and you start getting into your head. I love that he said also, uh, develop good taste and learn from the best examples. I am constantly looking at design, development, brands, apparel, writers, podcasters. And while I love my delivery and I love my uniqueness, I love being inspired by art and architecture and paint and writing and business and uh, philosophy and stoicism and spirituality. All of these things are helping develop my taste even more. And then that expands as I express myself through my work. And then, uh, of course, he says, be honest, especially with yourself. And I also believe that actually by putting yourself into a project will allow you to do that as well too. putting your tying yourself to something that you can build upon and expand from will grow your character, will grow your confidence, will grow your uh, your uh, the identity that you're seeking, which is coming from within. Your honesty will naturally grow. It will naturally grow because you're making decisions faster based on what you're experiencing in real time as it's coming in. And then, of course, it says exercise and eat and sleep well and avoid the most dangerous or the more dangerous drugs. Sorry, the more dangerous drugs. Exercise, eat, sleep well, right? When in doubt, follow your curiosity. It never lies and it knows more than you do about what's worth paying attention to. I love this. When in doubt, follow your curiosity. It never lies. Your curiosity, I believe, is attached to your soul, your intuition. It's basically saying there's something to observe over here. I think you should pay attention to it. You don't have to go like all, all in on it right away. I'm just saying that I believe it's just giving you a nudge to say, I'd like you to observe this right here. This could, this is related to something that I need you to see. It's like your soul talking to you. That's how I look at it, right? So here's some journal prompts I want you to consider writing now to help you. It's like, okay, we just, we just read this mini two paragraph statement from Paul Graham. Okay, well, how can we get there, right? Well. Question number one I want you to ask yourself is, what do you have a natural aptitude for and a deep interest in? What are you just naturally good at? And by the way, I don't care if it seems so small and ridiculous, there's some, there's a signal in there. You need to pay attention to that. What are you just naturally good at? And what do you have a deep interest in? What just comes naturally to you? That you're like, wow, I'm just really naturally good at this. And then these are the things I'm just naturally deep in, uh, or I have deep interest in. The second question is, what do you love? And this could be interests, natural curiosities. These are topics that interest you the most, or you know, you just find yourself often thinking about, and you can contribute your talents, your natural talents we just talked about, to them, and most likely they are a part of your calling in some way. So what do you love? Like, what are your interests and natural curiosities, right? And I want you to write a nice thorough list down with each of these questions because it's an interesting exercise that's not going to take you probably more than 10 minutes for all of these when you look back you're like wow like there's depth there there's there's 
there's a multitude of avenues in there. There's a lot of curiosities in there and there's a lot of different ways that I can go about showing up in this world. So if you're looking for options other than maybe what you're doing right now, that should immediately give you one. And if it doesn't, there's no, let me, there is no doesn't. There isn't any way that it can't. Self-reflection is a beautiful tool. I, I highly encourage doing it like often, daily. Uh, question number three, what are you great at? What are some of your talents, your skills, your gifts that you have? So earlier we talked about a natural aptitude, like a natural knowing. Now we're talking about your natural skills and talents and gifts. What are some of your natural talents, skills, and gifts? You know, like writing was one of mine. And I didn't even give it any credit for a very long time. But writing has always been just a natural talent. I absolutely love it. Now, by the way, some of you, if you're thinking about writing and you're like, well, I'm not a natural writer, don't, don't, don't dismiss that. We're all, I think, capable of writing. I write the way I speak and think and feel and, you know, and all these things. And even then, I'm still learning my, write, my writing techniques. I'm still expanding it always. Everything is a muscle. So, but what is a natural talent that you have? There's probably several of them, you know. And take a moment to think about that. And if you get stuck on that, what do people just naturally come to you for consistently? Next question. Who are some people that inspire you, right? First, I want you to write down who are some people that inspire you. It doesn't necessarily have to be, you know, it can be for many multitude of reasons. And this is going to be the follow-up question to that, which is what are they doing and how are they imagining their ideas into the world? So I have different people that inspire me. I don't, I don't aspire to be them, but they inspire me from their dedication to their work. That's, that's really where I was going to go with that. So are there some people who inspire you from their dedication to something that they're doing and how are they imagining it into the world? And the reason why I separate myself from them and I want you to do the same is because we can be inspired by others, but only to aspire to bring our own uniqueness to the world further into the forefront of the world. So that's why, you know, be careful of this one where, you know, I look at who inspires me not to become them but because they inspire my design my taste my perspective my uh you know abilities to look look deeper into something or to explore something or to bring uh, a visual to something right question number five although there was probably more than four in the, in the last set. Uh, what was the last failure or mistake you made from taking a risk? What was the last failure or I, and I said, or you know, failure, quote unquote, or mistake you made from taking a risk? I want you to explore that. I want you to write, write it. What, what was it? And then the, question six, when was it? And question seven, what did you learn from it? So question five is what was the last one you made? from taking a risk. Question six is, when was it? And question seven was, is, what did you learn from it? The reason this is important is because if you think that if it's been a while, maybe it's time to take some new chances. If it's been recently, maybe it's a good idea to, you know, to um, accept it and work through it and think about it and release it and then move on to the next one. So both, it doesn't matter if it's been a while or it's been just the other day or today, right? Both are okay. Both are actually really good. So when was it, right? That's what that's asking. And then what did you learn from it? 
So that way, instead of playing it up so big in your head, like, oh, I made this massive mistake. I'm never going to do that again. I'm, I, I stopped. I quit or whatever. Maybe instead you just minimize it more to a place of, well, here's what went wrong. And yeah, here's, you know, and then this is to question eight. What would you do differently? Here's what I learned from it. Now, what would I do differently? Now you've taken something that maybe you built up in your head because we can do that as human beings, but the soul actually is much simpler than that. And now the question is, what would you do differently? And then the last question is, where are you having some doubts right now? And the follow-up question to that is, so where are you having some doubts right now? The follow-up question to that is, what is the opposite of that? And are you more curious about the upside of it than the doubt of it? Why I said this, here's, here's, let me, let me frame this differently. Where are you having some doubts right now? A lot of times doubts or like what I talked about uh, being stuck or in indecision is, you know, the fear-based mind that's coming in, but that could actually be because the opposite of it might be true. Like something that you actually know you're capable of doing, but the doubt is fighting and pulling you out of it. So look at the doubts and be like, Hmm, what is that really about? So I'm doubting this. Could I, is the, you know, are you curious about the upside of it more than the doubt of it? And when I say curious about the upside, it's sort of like, let's say you're like, I'm not a painter. Like, no, like, who am I kidding? Like, but maybe you are, maybe you really are, you know, we can say like, I'm, I'm not a fashion designer. Maybe you really are. And you don't even know it. So pay close attention to the doubt. So first there's the, the natural curiosities and things that you just want to do, and then pay attention to any doubts that are adjacent to it, that are trying to pull you out of that natural state and then are you curious enough at least to look at the upside which is probably telling you oh no 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 there's like actually you know what if what if it's even greater than you can imagine so that's where i will leave you today so when in doubt follow your curiosity it never lies and it knows more than you do about what's worth paying attention to your intuition curiosity and creativity knows more than you do and yet it all is within you, right? So I want you to think about that. Thank you for always tuning in each and every single day. Please leave a written review on Apple. If you don't leave a written review and you only leave a five star, they don't actually show it. <laughs> I don't know why they do that, but I appreciate it. And of course, five star reviews on Spotify help expand the awareness of the show. Please check the show notes. I've got a creativity masterclass in there and I'll help you expand. I've got the... Uh, clarity workshop in there that'll help you for sure get direction uh there's the recommended book list the apparel is launching soon i've been getting a lot of requests for that stay tuned if you are in the u.s and you're not on my texting platform i would highly recommend getting on the texting platform because everybody on there will know about the apparel launching here in the next couple of weeks i appreciate you guys for tuning into every single episode thank you and as always until next episode i'm out All right, that's it. We'll stop there for right now. I hope you found this helpful and applicable in some way. I want you to remember, you do not need to fit in, and you certainly do not need to fit into some category or title nor be put into some box. The niche is you. It always has been. Please share this with a friend and be sure to leave a rating and review. Your feedback means everything to me. And also, thank you for listening and supporting me. If you're new and you want to receive these the moment they come out, please text me 480-530-7352. Text me podcast. I promise to only send you the good stuff. Thank you. And until next time, I'm out.